You're listening to The Evening Sacrifice. Be blessed as you listen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for another time again today, oh Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you for helping us. Thank you for strengthening us. Thank you for opening the eyes of our understanding. Thank you for causing us to be the people that in hearing we will understand. In seeing we will perceive. Thank you for giving us understanding hearts, oh God. Thank you for strengthening our hands to hold your word. The wind, the spirit of the Lord. Thank you, Father. Lord, we ask this evening that you cleanse us. We repent of every sin we've sinned against you. In any manner, in any form, in the name of Jesus. We ask you to cleanse us, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Alright, 1 Corinthians chapter 7. <laughs> We've been seeing a lot of counsel from God's word concerning marriage and things that pertain to that aspect of life. Alright, so let's continue from verse 32 of 1 Corinthians chapter 7. But I would have you without carefulness. He that is unmarried cares for the things that belong to the Lord, how he may please the Lord. But he that is married careth for the things that are of the world, how he may please his wife. Now, please don't get this um, translation wrong. When he says caring for the things of the world, it doesn't mean worldly things. It means natural things. It doesn't mean worldly in the uh, context of sinning, but you know things that have to do with this life, natural things. For example, Proverbs 31 teaches us about the virtuous woman, right? So it's not a sin to be married, praise God. So when you care for the things, look at the things that the virtuous woman, you know, look at what she does. She rises up early. She gives instruction to her household. She considers a field. She buys it. She sells it. She invests it. Do you understand? She has housemates. She gives them instruction. She gives them food. Ensures that food is ready for the family. Praise God. Now, those are, even though that scripture also has a spiritual flip side, okay? But let's take it literally as it is, first of all, for the benefit of this understanding. Praise God. So, it's not wrong. The same Paul counseled women in the book of Timothy and in the book of Titus to let the older women teach the younger women how to stay at home, how to be keepers of the home, to learn how to keep the home, to learn how to take care of their children, to learn how to love their husbands so that the word of God will be without reproach. So these worldly things here, this world, caring for the things of the world, is not talking about worldliness, the manner that worldliness is offensive to the Lord. No, it's talking about natural things, okay? Um, Brother Sadhu will say, I have no husband problem, I have no wife problem, I have no children problem because... Those things have responsibilities. And sometimes, because of the responsibilities of children, of wife, of husband, we are not able to adequately give the kind of attention we would have loved to give to the things of God, to praying, to uh, more fasting, more vigils and stuff like that. 
marriages, you know, you seem to want to, have to, not want to, you need to, you have to honor the marriage and ensure that the marriage is stable, happy, peaceful, and everyone there is fulfilled. Praise God. So let's continue. So there is difference also between a wife and a virgin. A virgin here means a single woman. Okay. The unmarried woman cares for the things of the Lord that she may be holy both in body and in spirit. So this holy now doesn't mean that when a married woman has um, um, sexual relations with her husband, it means she's sinning with her body. No, 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 no. It just means that, you know, there are times of separation. When, like when the Bible counsels, when a, the husband and wife want to give themselves to praying and fasting, they separate themselves for a season, okay? Uh, so that's what it means right here. So a woman who is single, has no care about she's always separate okay her body is always for the lord you know she does what she wants offers her body all the time as an offering unto the lord and not caring about meeting the demands of the marriage on the marital bed which is holy the bible calls the marital bed holy hallelujah okay let's continue but she that is married careth for the things of the world how she may please her husband and this i speak for your own profit not that I may cast this thing upon you. Do you see that? So he's not ensnaring us. He's just, you know, what he's teaching is for our profit, for us to discern properly, praise God, and for that which is comely, and that you may attend unto the Lord without distraction. Hmm. But if any man think that he behaves himself uncomely towards his virgin, if she pass the flower of age and needs so require, let him do what he will, let them marry. You do not sin when you marry. Praise God. You do not sin when you marry. Nevertheless, he that standeth steadfast in his heart, having no necessity, but has power over his own will, and has so decreed in his heart that he would keep his virgin, doeth well. Now, some people translate that this is talking to the father of a bride. Some other person think it's referring to the spouse. Now, whether it's referring to the spouse or the father of the bride, as long as you do not touch your virgin, Okay, before the time of marriage, you have done well. Now, if you think, if you perceive that your body is burning, okay, you are beginning to have a lot of sexual urges and passion, and you have someone you are espoused to quickly get married, you have not done anything wrong. And the father that gives his daughter to the man to marry, to avoid fornication, has not done anything wrong. He has done well. Praise God. But if you can keep yourself and wait until the appointed time, or you can keep yourself and not marry at all, you do well. Praise God. This is my double-edged interpretation of these scriptures. Praise the Lord. So then he that giveth her in marriage doeth well, but he that giveth her not in marriage doeth better. Why? So that the one that is not married will be able to do God's will fully. <laughs> Burn for God fully. <laughs> hallelujah the wife is bound verse 39 the wife is bound by the law as long as her husband liveth you see but if her husband be dead she is at liberty to be married to whomsoever she wills only in the lord but she is happier if she so abide after my judgment this is paul's judgment and he's saying i have the spirit of god hallelujah i have the spirit of god Paul is saying, if a woman is married, there is a marriage law 
the husband law the law of a husband the husband is the head of the home how he wants the home what he wants to be done will be done and the woman is under that law to submit to it praise god hallelujah but if her husband is dead she's free she's at liberty to remarry if she even wants to remarry and paul counsels that the young ones should remarry but if she doesn't want to remarry it is wonderful paul is saying it is even better because now you would give your days and your nights to serving the lord and the lord will use you to serve his saints hallelujah this has been so 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 wonderful so please if you have people that are married that need you know some counsel on marriage i would suggest that you send them this series of teaching parts 23 22 21 and 20 and i think 19 of the teachings from the book of first corinthians chapter 1 hallelujah god bless you the message you just heard was from the evening sacrifice by Chinira Isibor from Kabadula Ministries. For other ministrations like Open Book, Preparing His Bride, and more, visit kabadula.org. God bless you.